happy Anzac Day, every. No, do you say happy Anzac Day? I'm not sure you say that. A, 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 a solemn happy... and, rel- and revelant. Re- re- Solemn, solemn and <laughs> solemn and reverent. Reverent Anzac, reverent. Anzac Day, everyone. Um, um, we say two days after Anzac Day, and they're going to be listening to it about four days after. Anzac no, Day. I reckon I'm, I reckon I could be on a roll. Get it out maybe by tomorrow. Oh, Perfect. three yeah. days after Anzac Day. Maybe there we go. We'll see. Happy three days after Anzac Day, listeners. Or maybe. Four. People are probably still <laughs> arguing over how much they lost at two up. So whatever. Did anybody go and play two up? God no. No. Did you? No. I, I spoke to one friend who said he didn't. Re- he kind of forgot that it was Anzac Day and went to Watson's Bay, the ferry with oh, his yep. kids, and thought, yep. "Oh, it'd be nice to just get some fish and chips, go to the pub, get a beer, maybe as well." Just packed with oh, people, yeah. you know. So, so you go in and play, like God, no, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I saw him lined up in. Um, I was going up to Balmain for a coffee, basically, and there were like the pubs just before they open. And all the people lined up around the street, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, you know, my love of c- crowds. Love of crowds. Well, my lack of love of crowds. Your lack um, of love of crowds. Had me away from that, but I did wake up for the dawn service. Did you? Yes. I went back, straight back to sleep? Yeah, I sat up <laughs> and I listened to it and paid my respects and, and then ah, went back to bed. Did you set your alarm? Yeah. Ah, yeah, you. Yeah. That's great. It was good. It was good. It's actually, like, for me, it's actually a really powerful thing, even for yourself. Like, you turn it into something selfish, but whatever's going on in life, whatever challenges are going on in life, when you plug into something like that, you're like, yeah, they're not really challenges. Yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. exactly. Yeah, you're not you're not hanging on a boat off the edge of Gallipoli and all of the things that our ancestors went through. It's like, oh yeah, no, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. all relative. I right? think a, I think a three day COVID lockdown is not. So this is going to be a solemn and respectful podcast because you're not going to like my top five one bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but for now. No, uh, we did have the Anzac Day weekend, lest we forget. And, you know, we fight war. You know, those brave soldiers fought for our freedom. And that freedom means that you, Phil, can sit here with your hunt and brew Ethiopia, your coffee, your mm-hmm. bubble and squeak New England IPA, yep. your violent crumble nuggets. Uh-huh. And what are those? Smith's Poppables uh, Chili. Um, yes. Yep. And our uh, red he's, forest. He's, he's fighting a war against a of, his blood pressure right now. A lot, a lot of people don't realise this, but there are there are four corners of a heavenly experience, and those are the four. What's now? Just just watching you with all these items around you. I don't know. You know, you're going to drink the coffee. I don't know if you remember like that that episode of The Simpsons where Homer has all the snacks around him, things, and yeah. he's going top 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 top. This you. is what I'm trying to replicate. That is. I you. could do with some guac for these. Yeah, I reckon I that'd go wow. really. I can make well. you up some guac in the next break. Get that'd in. Great. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to regret that. Um, my wife and daughter went to the Wiggles concert on Sunday. And I actually said before they started the concert, they did a little bit of a, an Anzac Day memorial. And uh, I thought that was quite nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. yeah. So she carried one for the family. I was actually up first thing, but for some reason Sunday just didn't even cross my mind that it was Anzac Day. Is that because <laughs> you and I and uh, Anonymous were still on the Terps at midnight the night Thankfully. before? <laughs> and what could be more Australian than that? <laughs> Now, uh, okay, so speaking of that, that's obviously your manly feat of the week. You'd be you got surprised. up and uh, drove your wonderful family to the Wiggles concert like you said you were going to? No, we looked into it <laughs> and we figured it would be just as easy for her to drive and park at Lidcombe, <laughs> catch the train back, to go to the Wiggles concert, Jesus. and I instead would stay at home. That's the royal way, right? <laughs> walk, walk the dog, uh, pick up a little bit. She's like... Uh, could you like get a few things done? I said, absolutely. Just before she comes home, I put a load of washing in the machine. So she's like, I'm just in the middle of putting a load on. She's like, oh, thanks for starting. Uh, but no, my, um, my manly feat of the week was... Oldest uh, trick in the book. Yeah. <laughs> just, just as they... Yeah. You hear the couple of... Hi, honey. Yeah. 
Hey, honey. Grace with the laundry. <laughs> yep. Turn on the dishwasher. Turn on the washing machine. Oh, it's all done. Yeah. <laughs> but no, my manly feat of the week was actually being it was being that dad, and you'll know what I mean by being that dad in just a second. Yesterday, Monday was my my day with my daughter. It is every week, and so we decided to go to Sydney Aquarium, which I thought would be a, a fun thing for a little. You know, she's one now, one and a bit. Maybe she'd get something out of it. But no, I was that dad because she did not like anything. She did not like. She was frightened by the fish. Yeah. She didn't like the penguins. Didn't like the starfish. Didn't like the little Finding Nemo clownfish. Yeah. She's crying. I'm moving people out of the way. We're going through that tunnel, the underwater tunnel. The sharks everywhere. Love that tunnel. She's losing it. I'm telling. Get out of the way. She doesn't like the tunnel. Oh uh, yeah. And then I forgot to. I'm getting through and yeah. trying to finding something else. What's it going to be? Fairy penguins. What could go wrong? Hates the fairy penguin. <laughs> This grand. So she's Doesn't screamed really and even cried. even have fairy in their name. Screamed and cried until <laughs> thankfully she fell asleep. And yeah. I got to enjoy the rest of the aquarium. But, Brilliant. But for a while there, I was I was that dad with the shitty kid. Yeah. yeah. The, trickly, the, the, the trick with the Sydney Aquarium is that once you are in that tunnel and the escalator, you're at the very bottom of the uh, of the aquarium. Yeah. It's a long way back You can't out. just get out. There's yeah. not like a little exit. Yeah. No. And uh, as a dad with a screaming child, you're at the bottom of society's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and the thing I love about that, like, that moment when you think the kid's going to love something oh, and it yeah. turns out to scare the shit out of them. Because ah, yeah. I know my niece, when she was about four, I found this toy and it was a screaming monkey toy. So you could <laughs> you could sling it. Basically, you could hold its hands, which were together. Go on. You pull it back and then it flies across the room going... Rah! Okay. And I'm like, oh, sounds incredible. Perfect kid fodder, right? Yeah. And your boys would love something. I like would that. love something. Like it that. scared the shit out of her <laughs> so much that for years she couldn't even look at it. She laughs about it now. She's a teenager now, and she's like, "Oh my god, Uncle Phil, what were you thinking?" <laughs> you know so, what? You never uh, know what children are going to react to, yes. and, and sometimes I, I had Kobe on stage at uh, SeaWorld. He wanted to go up and dance with uh, the Paw Patrol. Oh yeah, okay. and that was all great. He was up there for a while, and you know. A minute into it, he just starts, you know, his Freezes. little face turns. Oh, and yeah, 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 you see that look. They're yeah. kids. That's what it's all about, you yeah. know. But for me, it was I was standing there in the line. I had my tickets booked online. I'm like, I was thinking to myself, I'm such a good yeah, dad. Yeah, it's going to be a great She's day. I love that. She's yeah. like chortling away in the little yeah. carrier, happy as can be. And then it just all went down. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, good on you for trying, bro. I tried. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Good on you for getting out there. Phil? In an extension from last <laughs> week. Oh. This week... Instead of not showering for two days, oh, I took a shower. <laughs> okay. You took an shower. Is this an an? <laughs> I took a shower. A shower. Uh, it's not an an because it doesn't start with a uh, vowel. I also <laughs> found a new beard balm. Look at this. It is. It is, it is. Oh. It is beautiful. Yeah, I was oh, going to oh, say it was glistening a little more. Glistening. I was thinking his beard's been looking very good. Yeah. 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 So uh, I went from being the wild man to the well-groomed and showered man. Yeah. Um, and that's as much as I could think of. Tristan? So <laughs> just to sort of reconfirm mm. a couple of your headline items the last couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> One was uh, that it was cold. That yes. was your um, TBA rap. That was TBA news. rap. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, one was I haven't showered. Yes. Oh, I have showered. Yes. Look at my beard. <laughs> and let's not forget that his is... big news. I'm thinking of taking up Kung Fu at some point. Yes. Where, where are we at Kung Fu? I, Kung Fu I think that that is a perfect sequence. And I don't, I don't understand where the mocking's coming from. <laughs> I don't think I like your tone, Tristan. I just want to know where Kung Fu is. I think this is all great news. The funny thing is, we talk about redefining masculinity on this podcast, but really, you're just defining masculinity. Yes. Because what, <laughs> what guy out there hasn't just had that week was like, well, I didn't shower all last week. This week, I took a shower and got some beard balm. So, I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Part of redefining is deciding the old things that are still in. And that's these. Alright. Um, and the Kung Fu Watch, see you next week. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> we all were expecting that, Permanently. don't worry. Yeah. Uh, for me, I went... I did go to the gym three times this week, though. What gym are you going to? So I'm getting ready. Virgin okay. Active and Pitt Street. Oh, yeah, that's right. Strap in. <laughs> you're going to Pitt Street. You yeah. are... No you're one's like... there. Yeah, you're the only non-office person to go into Pitt Street. <laughs> There's not even office people in yeah, there, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. I got the whole fucking gym to myself. I love it. Um... I went to a, uh, on Saturday night, I went by myself to a um, gala fundraiser. Oh, nice. Uh, I got on the old suit. Yeah, you did. Got the parking spot outside, which was amazing. Nice. Um, Grace Hotel in the, in the city. And uh, it was Tristan, from... Tristan doing the classic park in the handicap spot move. It wasn't. It was legit. <laughs> I did do that thing. It was, it was quite funny because I got out of the <laughs> car. Check all the signs. Yeah, like and there were these, times. it was right outside oh, a yeah. pub where there's like, this these, Two couples were sitting having a drink and they were just yeah. having a laugh and yeah. helping me read the signs. They're like, yes. yeah, okay, it's not a Sunday, yeah, <laughs> yes. and it's not midweek. It's yep. not. It's after 12 o'clock on a Saturday. Yes. But it's not before 6 o'clock. It isn't yes. yet New Year's Eve clear way. Yes. <laughs> I think this is okay. Yep. You're looking then, for like bicycle zones and paths on the road. 100%. And then you come back to find a ticket, <laughs> a ticket. and you find out that like there was one sign in the middle of it that was like, well, you can't park here in a 15 minute window that was in the middle of your event yep exactly yeah. exactly I was I was. you never know it's a, it's a fuck um, you city of Sydney yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again <laughs> uh, so I went to uh, mentoring men um, oh, I thought it was just parking it. the car <laughs> <laughs> I know I, was already I feel like I should have stayed there but no it was the 25 to 0 movement which is about um, the 2,500 men take their own lives every year yeah. so the movement's called 25 to 0 yeah beautiful um, it was a it was a it was an event. I won't say it was a fantastically run event, but yep. it was an event and yep. I felt like I was there supporting, so that's well, well and good. And, and as any classic charity slash fundraiser tends to be, a little chaotic. A little chaotic. Yep. And and I did the, you know, I, I, I tried to... It wouldn't be anything more manly than me trying to look like the big man bidding on something without using my own money. I messaged all my friends during the uh, during the <laughs> auction about a, silent, a Sydney Swan signed jersey. Anybody want this? It's $400. <laughs> and everyone, of course, wrote back, well, not after today's performance. I'm like, oh, uh, you picked a bad day for it. You <laughs> no. picked a bad day for it. I know. Uh, no, but the, the, the thing... So, look, that, so that's pretty much it. But, um, yeah. you know... One thing I will mention is the comedian decided that it would be right to make suicide jokes in his comedy oh, act. Oh, wow. Which just... Yeah, I guess as long as you're all here, you're not topping yourself, eh? Almost, <laughs> almost was exactly there... like no. that. Yeah, He was like, mm. and remember, comedians are a very suicidal tendency group, so please laugh at all my jokes. And everyone's like, ah! <laughs> you know when you look around and you're just you're looking at faces around yes. in a room, you're like, oh. Yep. Oh, <laughs> no, this is a very real problem. He please also stop made, mocking um, it. He also made uh, some gender inequality jokes. Which also didn't go down too too well, and now we actually got a, 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 a special email out from the organizer apologizing really? for the comedian, no, yeah. wow. and yeah. also for the canapes. They yeah. were all terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, went in there, looked powerful, looked strong, didn't bid on anything, but contributed my hundred bucks to be there. Well done. Yeah, lovely. And, uh, and lovely. Yeah. that's a good cause, mate. Yeah, and it's a good cause. And and and. Like with anything, you've been quite involved with these guys for a while now, right, Tristan? I am fringing on the involvement level. There was yeah. a time when um, yeah. when someone was annoying me at the gala and I thought, well, I'm not going to work for this charity anymore. And I was like, <laughs> that's probably a little petty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all been there, brother. We've all been there. But yeah, it's all about mentoring men, essentially. Like yeah. the 
men that are struggling with mental health and things like that. Exactly. Yeah, and, you know, on the broad spectrum, suicide as well. So, yeah. no, it was good. All good. Oh, nice one, Kaz. Cool. Yeah, I'm trying to help people from killing themselves and um, you And I took a shower. <laughs> from the fat team to you, <laughs> this, this is, is the, the Freed Man, Man Podcast. Podcast. Strap in, gentlemen. <laughs> Fucking high-roading me there, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get up for the dawn service, motherfucker. No, but I saw them setting up the dawn service the yeah, because night before. Because you, you were tanked. <laughs> no, it, it could you before I went to that event. Saw all the chairs oh, set before up. Before you got tanked. Before I got tanked. No, uh, no, we were with Anonymous. I had a few beers that afternoon as well. Oh, so you were semi-tanked at that point. No, I was buzzed. Buzzed. Yeah, the buzz okay, was the right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Buzzed. Yeah, got it. Buzzed. The, uh, the thing that happens right before you get tanked. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a process. <laughs> Hero of the week time, fellas. Well, I mean, this one was a pretty easy one. This was kind of like when it's Australian Australian of the year and you kind of go hero of the week. I know. It was so obvious so who that Vin Diesel was the hero of the week. Go, Phil. You go. I've got, I've got an actual reason this yeah, time. No, yeah, no, it. go for it. We're, yeah. Vin Diesel is here to save cinema. Right. Okay. They've just released another ad for the coming Fast and the Furious movie. God, it's coming out in May. Which is basically Vin Diesel on a on a two minute impassioned speech, partly while driving this amazing car, then getting parking it in the middle of the road and getting out of it and walking up in the middle of the road and talking directly to camera about how the power of cinema has brought us together for a hundred years and it's time to come back. It's time to believe again. It's time to be a family. And I love it. <laughs> Would you have sex with Vin Diesel? Probably. Yeah. I, firstly, fair, I, fair I, I just want to let you know that and I'm, I'm t- interviews for Phil's replacement is going well. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was going to check in about yeah. that. Yeah, turns, talk out, about that. turns out it's Vin Diesel. <laughs> now's yeah. not a good time. Okay. Uh, Vin Diesel is... Uh, I'm actually kind of... You, just like anything when you get really passionate about something... Yes. It moves downstairs and you make me want to see it. I oh, know. Um, so maybe maybe I'll plug that in to here yep. in the background. I think yep. that's two minutes of time. Just to that bit. Yeah. Well, if it's as incredible as he says it it's is. It's pretty good. The panel's it's a pretty lot. Good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, but in all seriousness, obviously that was a joke candidate. Because, the real, because the real hero of the week, that's right, gentlemen, was Kanye West. Okay. Yep. <laughs> no, so, and this way, I've got three... Really good guys. Yeah. 100%. Or girls. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, one of them is 100%. Good. The headline goes, Immortal Souls, Kanye West Nikes shatter sneaker record at auction. The prototype Nikes worn at the 2008 Grammys were auctioned for $1.8 million. Jesus. Because everything that Yeezy touches turns to absolute fucking gold. Uh, and he's my hero. Auction this what, week what or in 2008? Yes. No, no, auctioned this week. What oh, did okay. you say? What That's, do you call him? What Yeezy. Is that his name? Yeezy. Is his nickname? Yeah, yeah. He calls himself Yeezy or Yee. Can Yee. Sometimes I'm really happy that I just don't or know Yeezus. a lot about this stuff. Faux Sheezy. Yep. <laughs> Look, <laughs> first he revolutionised rap. Then yeah. he sold sneakers for $1.8 million. Are you... Uh, I can't tell. Are we on a really high sarcasm bar at the moment? Not or at all. Are you I love just, Kanye you, West. Yeah, you, you can make him yeah. mind but, up after my hero of the week. But, but <laughs> the tongue is firmly in cheek. While also having a deep love of Kanye West, yeah, it's okay, an interesting sorry, combination. No, yeah. You can't then say, "Oh, but my real candidate is." Well, like... my real candidate is the Anzacs, obviously. But we'll get to oh, that. Yeah, that's a page out of my book. It's too late. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, obviously, we're all going to agree on that. 
Adzo. This might seem a little strange, but I'm giving it to the late Chadwick Boseman. You know who Chadwick Boseman is? You're a bit bit late to the party on that one, but yeah. Yeah, he died a little while ago. He's got a reason, though. Age 43 in August last year, and this year at the Oscars, which happened this week, the Academy was ready. He was heavily tipped to be the best actor winner for his role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, where he played a troubled trumpet player. He'd won the SAG Awards, the Golden Globe, the Critics' Choice Award. They had everything ready to do this big memorial. They announced at last as the big closer in the show, everything was perfect, and then Anthony Hopkins won. And he wasn't even there. And he wasn't even on the Zoom call. He was off in Scotland visiting a grave or something weird like that. He wasn't even attending. So there was no speech. There was nothing. And the show just ended. That was it. So I'm giving my Hero of the Week to Chadwick a little compensation for being snubbed at the Oscars. I um, I love how you you said that because you gave me context to... Uh, I Typical me. I mean, I didn't know that, you know, Kanye West was called... Was it Pleasy or whatever it was? But... Um, <laughs> Yeezy. Sorry, Yeezy. Um, so I didn't even really know the Oscars were on this week until, you know, it just pops up on something, oh, yeah. right? Oh, everyone's getting geared up for the Oscars. All those great movies that have come out in the last year. It was uh, particularly yeah, low-key this year, right? But I did see that Anthony Hopkins had won. Yeah. So I, you know, do that in typical thing, like there was some Korean movie that won, or Korean well, director. Parasite. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. And then there was, what was it, this this year it was, oh, it was a, it was an Asian director. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, One best director and best picture. But I saw it and never heard of it. No, I'd never heard of it. But saw Hopkins had won best actor. Ah, good on uh, Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. From a movie He's called done The Father. It again. Of course he has. Yeah, yeah. of course he has. Yeah. Didn't realise there was a whole bunch of uh, no, he was subtext a... underneath that pic. Chadwick was supposed to get it and supposed to do this big memorial and didn't happen. Is, is there an outrage? There's a little outrage. Is there? It's okay. Twitter. There's always a little outrage on Twitter. Yeah. Look Wherever up. there are bored people. <laughs> um, but shout out to him because he was an incredible actor. So, Chadwick it's a shame or get, yeah, Chadwick. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Well, both of them, <laughs> obviously. But Chadwick, an incredible actor. And again, yeah. we and can't say because you know we haven't really seen any of them. Well, the, the uh, interesting uh, sort of Black Panther. Vin Diesel is the one. Well, who, he's a real hero, but <laughs> he's but, um, <laughs> one of the things that I really did notice when when Chadwick Boseman went was you know you see after somebody passes away, there's always people coming out saying, "Oh, what a wonderful!" But mm. like the level of passion behind the way people were describing yeah. him as a human being just indicated this was a pretty really incredible was. man yeah um and, and he struggled through his last roles with cancer absolutely eating him alive yeah and just he didn't even tell people he had it just kept he pushing just through pushed through yeah yeah, yeah yeah which is which is pretty incredible stuff yeah yeah well i've, I've got a pretty serious one as well um so mine goes to in the in the uh, spirit of uh, of Anzac Day. Oh yeah. Mine goes to Private Leslie Styles. Um, he was identified for, as the remains of an unknown soldier right. um, mm. from the First World War. Mm. Um, so he was from Ringaruma, Tasmania. He enlisted on the fourth of March, nineteen sixteen, um, and during the Battle of Amiens on twelfth of August, nineteen eighteen was killed in action shortly after he and three other soldiers successfully took two German machine gun posts down. Um, it's pretty actually amazing. Like, thanks to detailed research in recent years from Fallen mm. Diggers Incorporated, Australian Army's Unrecovered War Casualties Team and the Commonwealth War Graves Commission, it was established that Private Styles is the only missing soldier from the battalion in proximity to the recovery. Um, and, and yeah, so they... Basically, he, he was buried initially near the place of his death, but his body could never have been identified. Um, 
but when they later recovered it, now they've you know they've continued to map out all yeah. of the battle scene, yeah. and now through metal of, of deduction have worked out that this is who it was. So wow. they were able to Incredible. determine who he is. Bloody hell! So uh, in honor of Anzac, um, I um, I nominate um, the guy, I've forgotten his name yeah. already. Private Styles. Yeah. yeah. In Styles. Shazam. Shazam. And in honor of him and the teams that are still relentlessly putting all the pieces together, I mean, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, I thought like maybe giving it to the guys who have still been in the team, but no, I should probably give it to the soldier who died for his country and cause. Yeah. Look at yeah. Oh, you're really high rating tonight, aren't you, Tristan? <sighs> Look at him. On a Look roll at that face. tonight, Brush. Yeah. I'll bring it down a notch, don't worry. Yeah, no, you do too earnest right now. I know, I'm yeah. so sorry. He won't. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> well, that's some great nominations, guys. Yeah. Do we, do we come up with a hero, or do we just give it to Vin Diesel like we usually do? Have we given it to Vin Diesel before? Think, I'm not sure that we have, actually. I think you guys have relentlessly avoided giving it to Vin Diesel, and maybe, just maybe, if you give it to him... Well, I only feel like because be Adam and I both picked quite noble <laughs> winners. Uh, yeah, 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 true. But you know what? Um, Chadwick's getting a lot of press right now, uh, and I hadn't heard of her private styles. So, and it when... being the Anzac week and all, I think he should be out here. I'll tell you what, if I can find him a fun photo of Leslie Styles, that'd be great. Um, if Won't not... somebody please think of the Kanye? And, uh... <laughs> but it's no, funny no. how we just tipped. Clearly, it's Leslie Styles. Got straight yes. over yes. Kanye. Yes, the um, one actual Anzac. So maybe yes. I can honor Vin by putting in. Um, I'll put in the sound bite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just wait till you see it. It's so good. It's so good. Put in the whole thing, I'm telling you. Put put in the whole thing and slow it down so it's three minutes. (laughs) Alright, um nice one. Okay. Dad joke of the week. Um um, 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 how did the octopus go to the war? Uh, something about arms and everything. Well armed. Well armed. Nice, nice. Uh, It was like legless. What do you got, mate? <laughs> That's uh, how he I, came back from the I war. Keep, I keep forgetting to make the jokes on theme. So, um, what do you call an ugly dinosaur? Um, Uglosaurus Rex. Nice, close, and eyesore. <laughs> That's right. The fuck. That's right. An eyesore. An eyesorus Rex, if you want. Okay. Okay, you're good. Um. <laughs> Moving right along. So he's laughing, people. He's laughing. What is it? He's okay. not loving yeah. it. Last and he's trying to. He's looking for a way to high road me again. Last week I was laughing. By the time you said there was a fish bumped into it, into his head. I, I was contemplating the fish stick stroke mm-hmm. for tonight, which is always my favourite. Which is you know would have worked well for Kanye. It would have. Yeah, could have come full circle. Mm. So mine's not so much of a joke as it is a true story. <laughs> story. Here we uh, go so again. Rock, turns out Rockdale Library will lend out audiobooks, which is something uh-huh. I didn't realise. I thought they just did books. I thought that was pretty cool. My wife and I have been enjoying listening to the audiobook um, Finding Private Styles, A Road to Recovery, uh, which has been really great. Anyway, life sort of got in the way and we had to take it back before we finished it, so I quickly uh, ripped the audio down to my laptop so we could listen to it later. Uh, finally, we had some time over the weekend. I went to grab it, but I'd accidentally deleted the MP3 files. My wife's absolutely pissed at me. I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> that might be your best yet. <laughs> that might be your best yet. And given the high rating I'm getting tonight, I don't want to acknowledge that, but it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So... <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Really necessarily need the whole library audiobook thing. You could could have just been. We a have never we have never needed fifty percent <laughs> of his jokes. 
<laughs> he is way, he is relentlessly grinding us you down. You also didn't need to be, you know, recovering private styles. It was, but, you know, you pad the joke out. And I, I liked the recovering private styles. Yes. Because it just yep. it had so many it was nice, nice connections on there. the fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full circling. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Beautiful. All right. Nice one. Um, well, that wins it. Congratulations to anyone who won. I, I, I always think I'm going to remember and I forget and I have to go back and listen. Yeah. Like, oh, what are we? Yeah. Uh, coming up next, uh, the Mike Live and Rap Phase 3. Wonderful. It's been a while. The roads were a little empty. Places where we used to gather went quiet. We've gone through a year that tested us. But we're starting to see the promise of a new day. For more than a hundred years, there's one place where we all came together to be entertained, to escape, to go someplace new. The movies. There's nothing like that moment when the lights go down. The projector ignites. And we believe. The Michael Ivan rap. Michael Ivan rap. We are... Are we drinking cider tonight, boy? No. No. No, were we supposed to? Uh, In theory. It's supposed to be cider. But then, what, are you giving me money to go buy cider? Because you seem to be just hoarding all of the Michael Ivan to spend on madness. Yeah, I'm hoarding. (laughs) Do you want to transfer me some Michael Ivan? I spent it today on... um, You bought yourself something, didn't you? Queen's Park. Yeah, Queen's Park Kitchen. See, this is it, this is interesting. He's like it's sending the message into the WhatsApp where he's like, no, 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 eat beforehand, boys. We just we won't bother. We'll do the <laughs> live on next week. Yeah, He'd yeah. already spent it. He's so it's not a it. so it's not a Mike Levin rap this week. That's oh. all. All right. That means right. It goes back to the TBA rap. So wait, which song have I got to put in? Yeah, no, it's no. TBA rap. Which no, no, it's my beer it's again. still a Mike Levin rap. Because he's still contributed, it's just that you hoarded it for yourself. True. So it's the Mike Liven filthy hoarding Tristan rap. Yeah. <laughs> okay, done. Yeah. I like it. But it will have to be a hold my beer. I just got to know for the segment. It's like, a hold my beer. It's a hold my beer. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, you don't cut the audio live. I you know. You it's a hold my beer I in about forget. 20 minutes. I forget. Okay. 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 Alright, so the Mike Liven Tristan hoarding our money, you filthy bastard in, in, rap. Embe- yep. Embezzling rap. Hey, and with that two-minute introduction, let's actually get to the news. Oh, so, starting with Tristan. <laughs> oh, you got nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, fear rules. Mark McGuire's at it again, isn't he? He's isn't our boy at it? More. He's um, what is he? He's um, yeah. What what are, what do lockdowns do? They pummel? No. Um, what's the word they say for a lockdown? They uh, it starts with a P. Can't remember. Plummeted. Plummeted into lockdown. Is it? Oh, no. Is it? Why not? Whatever. Okay. Um, so they're in they've, lockdown Is it again. like the opposite of a scrum because you don't have people all pushed together? I yeah, I, I guess it is. Yeah. The um, opposite scrum lockdown. The opposite, yeah. Oh my God, seriously. One case and he just, anyway, whatever. Uh, yeah, plunged. Plunged into plunged lockdown. Into lockdown. Into lockdown. Plunged into lockdown. Sorry, WA. To our Perth peeps, we love you. To oh, our sorry. um, to our Indian peeps, sorry, you can't, country's closed. Oh jeez, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, now's probably not the best time to be popping back to India to go to a wedding, even your own wedding. Now you're sounding like Mark McGuire. I don't, I don't want to sound negative here, but <laughs> it's they are McGowan. also Mark McGowan. They're also popping up three hundred and fifty thousand new cases every single day. So maybe not the place to visit, and then come home, you know, 
to a lockdown hotel. We had a good time in India, though. Had a fantastic time. What a great country. What a great country. Later, let's visit again. Let's visit again. Now's not the time. Now, not so much. Yeah. Uh, But my news of the week goes to the NRL. Um, The NRL. Yeah. This is going to be good. There's new news. Uh, If it is what I think it is. Well, it's a little exciting. They are thinking... Wait, what did you think it was? The conference thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sounding a little American football-y. Is it interesting, right? Even just the term conference yeah. makes me think of like... Are you guys going to like prematurely blow your wad like you did last <laughs> week with the Super League? <laughs> we should have started off with an apology. I should no, do it a retraction. I apologise for nothing. <laughs> Is this why you're telling me no sports down this week? So I wouldn't be bringing it up? That's true. Rubbing your bloody Meanwhile, face in we're it. in the TV rap and he's talking about sport and so am I. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, anyway, we need it, Phil. This is our moment. Exactly. Finish the NRL thing, then we'll come back yes, to a Super okay. League retraction. No, so the NRL is uh, splitting, is, is a big plan that's now been put forward to split the league into, a con- not splitting the league itself, but splitting into conferences. Right. Okay. Much like, you know, the NBA in uh, America has the East Conference and the West Conference, um, and most of the teams are, um, you know, in that region, and, and they've play off until the two winners of the conferences play each other. Same thing with the NRL. They're thinking of having all of the Sydney-based teams um, in one conference, and they right. play each other twice, and then they play the one team from the other conference once. Okay. And then the other conference would be all the teams from Queensland, New Zealand, um, Melbourne, yeah. Canberra, and so on, the regionals. Okay. And those conferences would play out, and then so you essentially have two sets of finals, much like East and West Conference in the NBA yeah, or the yeah, NFL, yeah. so you'd almost have three grand finals, you have the two conference finals, mm-hmm. then they play each other. Yeah. Is this just to stop intermingling and lockdown blockages and things like that? No, I think it's to create, like, I think what they're saying is that there's uh, there's like a, a site, you know, it's almost yes. like, in a way, the, the way the AFL runs in Melbourne, you know, you have all the Melbourne-based teams and they play in two locked grounds and there's just some, a vibe of it. It's, create, yes. it's to sort of play on that whole Sydney local vibe to get those local fans involved. Um, and they're also going to expand the league. So they're going to have another Brisbane team. I think yep. they're going to have another New Zealand team. Right. Um, and expand it out. So they go to 18 teams, nine teams in each conference. And then they, they basically play each other and meet. It's very cool. It would be yeah. an exciting way to do the league. Um, it feels it's cool. It's different. It's, I don't uh, think it's necessary in the least. Oh, it's necessary. It's, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like it'd be really interesting. Yeah. I think it's the kind of change, unlike the ESL, which we'll come back to, that is like, oh, a nice shake-up. Something a bit different. And the something idea that you league, have this like build-up of like league. playoffs <laughs> playoffs, and then working your way up and in. Like, you just have the Roosters, good. the Storm, they're <laughs> yeah, all brought right. in. Well, in, fair, in fairness, NRL doesn't have relegation, so... No, know, it doesn't. It is already a Super League. Now, we do have to think about the implications for our for our man. <laughs> the implication. Yeah, at the implication, yeah. exactly. <laughs> at head office, uh, well, you know, Hunter. Yep. You know, would He'll that mean to... he looks after both conferences? Yeah. You know? He'll, He'll have, have to... No, 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 no. There's going to be two of them. One for each conference. And Hunter's going to have to bring in his big brother, Hunter. <laughs> Jesus. I thought you were going to say... <laughs> I thought you were going to say gatherer. <laughs> yeah, that would have made yeah. it nicer. Hunter and the gatherer. No, he just went with I Hunter. Could, I could have let my mum listen to this week, but no. <laughs> no, nah, that's another week. Tick it off. Tick it off. Maybe next week, Mum. <laughs> Come and nail it home, Phil. Hunter and the gatherer. Hunter and the gatherer. Yeah. Hunter and the gatherer. Hunter and collector yeah. would have been also Hunter great. Hunter and collector. Yeah. 
Even better, yeah. Even better. <laughs> Very Australian. Yeah. I stand by my choice. <laughs> I always will. Hunter. It will make great content <laughs> for the podcast, though, down the line. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Hunter and Hunter. Hunter's looking after all the Sydney bastards. Yeah, yeah. Hunter's got Who's the Kiwis there? and the Queenslanders. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Oh, it's so oh good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Adza, you didn't have anything? No, I did, absolutely. <laughs> okay. right. know, I'm going to drop a sports story in as well. <laughs> Love it. Don't do the sports down, boys. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Mike Live and Tristan's a hoarding bastard I just sports rap. <laughs> I just loved that the Anzac Day AFL game at the MCG... 78,113 attended, making it the biggest crowd in any sporting event since the start of COVID-19. Oh, I didn't know it was the nice. biggest crowd. That makes a lot of yeah, sense. The biggest yeah. crowd. Yeah. Unbelievable. And we, we brought it here. Yep. It's all Australian, mate. None of this Super Bowl nonsense. We had it all here on Anzac Day. Fantastic. We, we did, nailed it. Did you watch the game? God, no. <laughs> But we, but we no, won. No, no. We got, won at life. I've got a funny bit of news. that wasn't his news. Yeah. This, one's, this one's out of Taiwan. Now, over there, they have a mandatory eight days of paid leave when you get married. Just like we have maternity leave, they have a special paid leave oh, yeah. after yeah. your wedding. Similar thing in Italy. Yeah, okay. Well, one guy has now gotten to the end of his eight days. He divorced his wife, remarried her the same day, and applied for leave again. <laughs> and he's now done it four times. For a total of 32 days paid leave. What a legend. His employer, a bank, figured out what he was doing, said they paid for the first little leave, but that's it. Well, he sued them for not abiding with Taiwan's labour laws, which state, under Article 2, uh, a worker shall be entitled to eight days of wedding leave with pay. And that's all it says. It doesn't have to be your first wedding or your 50th. And he won. He even beat the appeal when the bank tried to point out he was clearly manipulating the system... He won. God bless bureaucracy. And it comes up to the discussion point. You guys have found a loophole you've exploited. Loophole. We know one, uh, the, the Mike Leibon loophole, where it <laughs> turned out that uh, the uh, was it Amex was giving frequent flyer points for any transaction of any size. Oh, yeah. So he paid all of his bills in one cent increments until yeah. he had enough money to buy a TV and round-the-world ticket. Oh, yep. I love those yep. moves. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. I remember my, my dad talking about a guy at his work that worked out some loop yeah. Where basically buying cans of beans from a certain supermarket ended up getting him a return ticket to Europe business class for about a thousand bucks. Yeah, I, I, I looked yep. this one up. Yep. You Brilliant. used to be Amazing. able to buy from the mint rolls of coins, and you could yeah. use your credit card to buy. I'll buy like you know those yeah, rolls yeah, yeah, of yeah. packaged two dollar coins. Like you had them at the supermarket, and yeah. you would buy them like a purchase. It wouldn't count as like a cash thing, but then you could just take the coins down to the bank and put them into your account. Deposit them straight in. So you got the points. If you're using like a Visa frequent flyer thing, oh, you got the points for nice. a purchase by buying these rolls of coins. Yep. And then you immediately walk into the bank and deposit again and then do it again. And you could just rack up endless miles. Ah, oh, that's a great hack. Yeah. That's yeah. a brilliant hack. They closed the loophole eventually when you know a couple of guys figured it out. But I thought that was. Yeah, good. that's good. Yeah. What about um, what about you and I, Adzo? Just remember our happiest day of the year? Oh, wasn't our birthday, wasn't the day of our marriage or our children's day. Double deposit day on yeah. sports, deposit bet. Day on sports bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they, used to, they used to double your deposit up to $500. So we would oh, deposit $500 and then, you know, we'd work it all out over MSN. You bet on this, <laughs> I bet on that. We'll hedge against each other. Yeah. Clear 300 easy money and take it to Tetsuya's. That's what we did. We paid That's for, amazing. Yeah. We paid for a dinner at Tetsuya's. Banned using from... nothing but risk-free 
betting uh, promotions. And I, uh, I taught everything Sweet I knew banter. to my uh, to my younger cousin, cousin yep. here, a uh, fan of the pod. Yeah. Um, and he now proudly, in my eyes, following his big cousin's fo- um, footsteps, has been banned from most betting sites <laughs> across enough. the country. Turns out if you Fair only enough. bet with the promotions, they'd eventually just kick you off. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Well, it's that's the, all they can do. It's something that yeah, you yeah. might expect. Yeah. Um, I got nothing that good aside from I mean, the first thing that comes to mind to me is that glorious moment in high school where I worked out that one vending machine that if you slammed it a little bit as you ordered the thing <laughs> yeah, and two yeah, bags yeah. of M&M's would yeah, come yeah, out yeah, yeah. until um, I was doing that for weeks <laughs> until at one point at um, the assembly in the morning they were like um, we're, 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 if somebody if you don't stop doing this we're going to remove the vending machine oh okay basically and I was like oh alright so I did it some more and uh <laughs> It's, it's a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's close to pure vandalism, Phil, but we get... We <laughs> I know. Get, well, get in it. fairness, yeah. I mean, you don't get to this level of snacking that you're seeing in front of me right now. <laughs> True. True. From There's just, a history there. You're right. History. History. Um, I've, I've spent a long time guiding my system into a place where it can onboard these kind of foods. <laughs> great news article, Alex. Thank you. A great follow-up question. Oh, good. Okay. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. I love, you've got to keep him off the sports. I, I love that you're surprised to work. that he did a good job. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah good job. Yep. Sure. Did you have yours? Seriously, you had the league one. He's even high rating you on this. Um, <laughs> no, I'm under rating. Yeah, is that no, a high rating? but you're subtly high rating yeah, yeah, by yeah, pretending yeah. to like, high rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh my fine. god, Adzo, you actually brought no, a no, no, article today. Yeah, well done, Adzo. Ex- exactly. He's so awful to me always that <laughs> any appreciation just comes across as condescending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil, yeah. what's your news article? <laughs> okay, so um, first and foremost, let's talk ESL. Yeah. So the European Super League was dead by the time the podcast was launched. After our uh, impassioned debate where you guys were, um, well, let's just say you were being a bit like Hunter's brother. And uh, I was I was defending uh, the honour of football. Uh, what I have enjoyed most since the collapse of the concept of the ESL happened within 48 hours of it being launched because all the fans were like, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Um, is my favourite thread since then has been uh, things... That lasted longer than the ESL. Ah, nice. Um, I like it. So, no. first and foremost, the yep. blocking of the Suez Canal by the uh, <laughs> by that ship six <laughs> days instead of two. Um, Keep going. New Keep Coke, going. which lasted for seventy nine days, wow. a whole f- uh, you know t- forty what times did longer. New Coke tastes like Coke. Did it? I have no idea. I don't know. It was just a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, the Chevy Chase show, which went for thirty nine days. What was the Chevy Chase show? Chevy Chase's 1993 attempt at late night talk show did not go very well. Apparently, he was not a very good host and the crowds were very poorly behaved. The show made it to just 29 episodes before it was taken off the air. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. But it it's still sounds... the Mick Malloy show. <laughs> but it still sounds like more of a success than the ESL. Yeah, true. I liked the Mick Malloy show. Or, or one episode of it. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Because I love Mick Malloy. But, yeah. <laughs> Mick Malloy show. Um... And what was one of the other favourites? Napoleon II's reign as Emperor of the French, 16 days. Oh, really? Anthony Scaramucci's tenure as White House Communications Director (laughs) under Trump, which was six days. (laughs) And, in fact, Britney Spears' marriage to Jason Alexander at 56 hours. Wait, wait, wait. Seinfeld's Jason Alexander? Well, that's a good question. No, I think it's a good question. No, childhood friend. Imagine that, though. I know. Imagine that. That happened? Stop imagining that. That was amazing. Wait, that happened? Jason Alexander. That would have been incredible. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, the, great the, article, Phil. The other um, brief shout out from the news as I slowly bring this up. But are you feeling is, happy again now that it's off the cards for at least for the time being? 
Oh yes, I yeah. feel very pleased yeah, that yeah, yeah. they 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 got the bloody nose that they deserved for that particular with new thing. Beard gel. Yeah, I did. did. Yeah. I did, and a shower. Good day. <laughs> My Everton still has hopes, has a, has a dream. Well, and I can... no, they, they won a game on the weekend. It was still in eighth. So, uh, um, I, you know. I des- I des- after that week, I deserve a better beard. It's immovable. <laughs> um, but the other news article was um, the Oscar win for the special effects team behind the movie Tenet, the Christopher Nolan oh, movie. Oh, which we've discussed. Yeah. Which contains an Australian. Okay. So an Australian won an Oscar. Okay, that's good. And uh, I say an Australian, sort of. Yeah. As is always the case, he is half Australian, half English, but we're claiming it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll take it. Lived in LA for the last 22 years. <laughs> uh, you know, it's always yes. like that, right? Yes. Um, sometimes returns to Sydney to do their taxes. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Well, the article goes, Crashing a plane into an airport terminal, a high-speed car chase in reverse, and an epic battle that had soldiers moving both forwards and backwards in time. The audacity of Christopher Nolan's time-bending Hollywood blockbuster Tenet has made visual effects supervisor Andrew Jackson Australia's best chance at the 93rd Academy Awards. So he did win it in the end. Um, and Well, thank you for not nominating him as Hero of the Week because it wouldn't have won. No, yeah, I've got to tell you, that sounds like... I haven't seen Tenet and I had planned to, but that sounds really wanky. <laughs> it's amazing. Wanky enough for me to remove Dunkirk from my top five war movies. That's how much I hate Christopher Nolan right now. Really? So yeah, it's gone. That's it. Go on. Dude, he's he... such a hateful yeah, creature, he does, isn't he? He does. He does. And yes. I still, I was when I was listening to it. Was it last week or the week before? We were just ripping into Interstellar. We we're just trying to tell yep. him to shut the fuck up. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Being a cunter. He's just got no taste. Yeah. He's being a cunter. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, good on you, AJ. Oh, you call him AJ. We just call him AJ. Yeah. I'm trying to find the lineup, and they seem to have removed the thing where you basically explain he's an Englishman that happened to live in Sydney for a few years. But we'll take it. Yeah, exactly. We'll take like it. His mum was English, and his dad, who divorced his mum at a very young age, yes. lived in Australia for a while. That's and, it. And and you know he he lived in Sydney. We're claiming for, it. He he lived in Sydney for a month while working on a blockbuster. Yeah, he was in a transit lounge on his way That's to right. Auckland. Probably owns an apartment in Sydney. I don't know. No, apparently uh, Julia Roberts is in Sydney. Natalie Portman's in Sydney. No, that she ain't was you. drinking at the Imperial the other night. Yeah, yeah. Natalie, I know. She's been here for ages. So, did you know she was drinking in the Imperial? Why wouldn't you drink at the Imperial? I drink there quite a lot. Imagine just going response. up there to get yourself a Guinness, and you look to your left, and there's Natalie Portman, just yeah. like just there in the pub. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would just say, is, well, their kid, all of their kids go to Redham. I know in in, in the eastern suburbs. Right. So, like my friends, some of my friends see them all the time because they they got all their kids into the private schools. I mean, I would just agree with Tristan. I'd look to the side and I'd see Natalie Portman and be like, "Man, yeah, makes sense." Yeah, it's that's Imperial. Natalie. Great pup. No, but Julia Roberts. The idea of Julia Roberts like <laughs> hiding in Sydney just feels very Notting Hill esque. You know <laughs> that you were making a very fair point. That's so I'm just being a shithead. Just adore her. <laughs> she is imagine. amazing. She is amazing. Natalie Portman. Yeah, I know you do. But Julia Roberts Pen- here. It's like Notting Hill. She you could just. She Imagine just that. Rock she into, into your your Swift media store. Oh, hello. I'm I'm here for uh, some some media buying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, oh, oh my! Oh my! Oh. I dropped my pen. <laughs> so this is your 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 Hugh version of Nottingham. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm just thinking of a Family Guy where they had him on screen. He's like, I, 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 I just I'm just so charmingly befuddled. <laughs> Isn't Julia Roberts like 60, 70 years old? I don't care. Now? I love it. She is amazing. Let's have a beer and talk about Julia. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, beer. Beer, beer, beer. Yeah, let's do the beer bit, but Julia Roberts. We don't beer. need to talk about Julia anymore. Yeah. Let's, let's. Moving right along. Let's combine. Oh, yeah. Let's do Hold My Beer yes. with our video game countdown. Okay. So we'll okay. drink and video game countdown at the same time. Look, we're, bl- we're blurring all the lines tonight. All right, I'm going to do this like weird blurry intro thing there's of sports. Hold My Beer song and Mario Kart. Nice. Yeah. Because there's sports, 
in the TBA rap. There's no sports yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're keeping the listeners guessing. Well, Anzac Day is about Kiwis and Australians. It's all mixed. It's all, it's it's all mixed. Yeah. 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 All right. Beautiful. I am entering a thing here. Alright. Alright, welcome to I don't know how that turned out. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about out. it when you guys message me on the WhatsApp group. Goes, mm, that did not sound right, dude. Try again, Tristan. <laughs> Try again. Now, a week ago when I thought it was my hold my beer section before Tristan got those horrific ciders. What were they called? The bone dry ciders. You mean the you the, mean the lowest rated beverage in the Hold lo- My Beer History? The lowest beverage in Hold My Beer History. I went out uh, <laughs> and I bought these things, Akasha Freshwater IPAs. But then um, Anonymous and I finished. No, off. I drank one as well. Yeah, like we, we finished all, all, all the booze in the house on what? the weekend, Phil? so I had Good. to get my hold my beers out. They were fantastic though, so I went back to get some more, and they'd run out. But I've instead got the Akasha Canada Bay XBA. Now this is from a you know where Canada Bay is in in Sydney. In Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this brewery is in Five Dock. Canada Bay is in Sydney. Canada Bay is flagrant near, false advertising. It's near Concord. Flagrant false advertising. Concordy, five docky, Abbotsfordy yeah. area. Yeah. yeah false advertising. It's not in Canada. <laughs> it's not in Canada. And what this we is have, a lie. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It gets a bit fizzy. Be careful. I'm just so going to be Australian in. Cascade and Galaxy Hops animate the waters of Canada Bay with a light, spirited citrus and stone fruit flavour. So. Interesting can the, the other one was a blue With the same sort of Weird same eye triangle and Pyramid and... Yeah yeah You know Dollar <laughs> yeah. US dollar bill Sort of look going It's very Freemason isn't yeah, it Yeah it's a little Freemason yeah. I was thinking Illuminati But same diff Oh it's all the same uh, And also we were also drinking Another great beer on Saturday night What was that That we had uh, uh, Willie the, the Boatman Yeah we had a Willie the Boatman Hold for a second Something Sorry Because we just referenced The Illuminati Yeah the Masons yeah. Who keeps the metric system down? We do. We, we do. do. <laughs> Sorry, you guys were actually no, making no, a no. serious point. That was worth the interruption. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. You know yeah, it. so we got the... Uh, on the weekend, we got the Willie the Bowman Andy Smash Ale. Yeah, oh, this really is the good. one you put in the WhatsApp group. It looks so yeah, good. It yeah, it really good. Yeah. And I was and I drank a case of it between us. Um, fantastic. Nice. Really good, and what's more, the uh, the BWS on Bay Street, Brighton La Sands, had them mislabeled uh, for some reason. It said ninety six bucks for the case in the cold room. Got it at the front counter. They scanned them through as forty three. Oh. So we got out of there. How good is that? Very you cheap mean... case of Willie the Boatman. Yeah, you got probably de- haven't corrected that yet because she just looked at the price, looked at us, and said, "Well, that can't be right." Shrugged and gave it to us anyway. Did it anyway. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great. That is a great attendant, whatever you call it these days. Yeah, she was fantastic. Well, what's she going to do? Once it scans through, like yeah. that's the law, right? But I, I just love the fact that you got a decent beer at Ted Prices. That was amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about high-fiving it. This yeah. is Forex Prices, baby. Yeah. yeah, she scans it. That can't be right. You're like, I'm just going to pop up the back and get 10 more. <laughs> Scan her up, baby. So do you know what Akasha means? Because I feel like it's up your alley by just having a quick uh, uh, look at the definition of it. Yeah, I know that in one of my favourite nerding things is a thing called the Sword of Akasha, which is um, a sword that can slay God. Okay. Uh, well, I can tell you drinking a whole bunch of these with an ominous that they can certainly slay him. <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, give us the description from Wiki. Uh, Wiki. Looks like it is... Um, 
There's something godly about them because the description goes on to say Canada Bay may well become your new place of worship. No, there you go. Akasha is space or the ether in traditional Indian cosmology, yep. depending on the religion. Um, the term has been adopted in Western occultism and spiritualism in the late 19th century. Yep. Um, as an adjective, I don't know, I'm just reading things here. Story of Queen Akasha shows a figure. So it's all of this, you know, exponential, you know, high, yes. f- high field stuff. You yes. know, I think sometimes if, you know, if you drop some acid, you'd probably, you know, experience some sweet, sweet Akasha. Oh, I see. Hence why there's like an eye and all that kind of stuff. I like 100%, 100%. it. It doesn't have to these mean guys, anything. These guys, they dropped acid and they thought to themselves, do we pop into a side dimension yep. in the ether yep. and create a sword to slay God? Or do we just make a nice beer? And yeah. they went with they the beer. and good on them. Yep. When they came down, they purchased 10 to 12 Spencer Street 5 dock and uh, set up a brewery there. There it Beautiful. is. Beautiful. So we're drinking it and we have no real backstory behind it because you just picked it up. I genuinely just picked it up. <laughs> there is no reason for this. I didn't go to the brewery. I have, have uh, since looked up the brewery online and they do, they've got the full thing going on. You can go there, have a beer, have a feed. Looks fantastic. We should go get ourselves a tasting wheel one of these days. Boom! Alright, well, let's 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 continue to drink it. Let's count down our top Are we, yeah. we going to give games? our thoughts at the end? We'll yeah! After yeah. the video yeah. games, we'll come back to Let's see thoughts. if it makes a good conversational beer. That's a great question. Let's do yeah. that. Alright, yeah. who's going first? I'll go first. first. Number five. Yeah. Halo. Are we specifying that this is war-themed video games? War-themed video games yep. in spirit of Anzac. Yeah, yep. wonderful. Halo. Yeah. Very Anzac-y. So, uh, Halo was, uh, you know, first-person shooter. It was yep. the uh, it was the sort of the launch game for the Xbox yeah, it when it came out. Yes. And many, many a night during university was I up at Friends Place playing Halo battle games yep. uh, on Races the Xbox. Races with a warthog. Racing for the Warthog. Yeah. We used to play this one level with uh, bazookas yeah. uh, or rocket launchers. Um, but it was it was one of those first games where you really felt you know you were you were anti gravity. You were you were you were in your Warthog, which was the which was the little the car. car. Yes. Um, you got around. You had aliens that you could fight. You had alien weapons. You had human weapons. Um, but really, it was the multiplayer yep. level and the multiplayer experience that was like, holy moly, this yep. is a First person, and I, I can't recall a better first person shooter yep. that came up on the new generation. That was it. I mean, obviously GoldenEye, yeah, Golden but that was yep. older generation. Yes. This was this much more realistic graphics on the next generation of consoles. Yes. This was the one that started it. So and for me, number five is Halo. And for me, Halo was honestly the spiritual successor to GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. Um, really? And it really captured. Because yeah. if you think Goldeneye sort of popularized, let's play for the four, four people. The four, yeah. Halo nailed the four. Yeah, the and, and then and then Perfect Dark refined it. And Perfect Dark's fucking amazing. If you haven't played that much, oh, of yeah. it, it is. Yeah. It was such an improvement on Goldeneye from a from a multiplayer point of view. It's just that Goldeneye had the bond factor, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was the first. But the best thing about Perfect Dark was that you had the four, but then you also had both human and alien weapons, and so you had all this yep. cool shit. And so for me, Halo then came in and did exactly that. So you had like like bullet style weapons, but yeah. then you had the one like the the, the needles in it, like oh, yeah. the needle gun and things oh, yeah. like that, which really oh, yeah. really gun. made for different strategies. So you could play against each other. There was so many different ways, and like it was so the good. thing that was so good in Halo was the sword, the one yeah. the one hit kill sword. So like if you could move pretty quick, you could actually mess up anybody with a gun because all you needed to do was get within range. 
So it was as a as a devout PlayStation man, it was the one thing that made me you jealous went, of the ah, Xbox crew. I'll give you this. Yeah. And Bravo, I, Microsoft. Exactly. <laughs> Bravo. I would, I would want to go over to a mate's place and be like, "Let's get into yeah, some Halo," because it, it was just—it was the best. And for me, the last, the last one to do the four-player cross well. Yeah, it did really well. You know, I will say I've never owned an Xbox, and I have never played a second of Halo. I sat there. I watched my friends play it. I never got the uh, the dual controller thing. The two co- joysticks couldn't figure you, it out. You need, honestly, you, so need, I, you need you need hair to work it out. <laughs> it's, it's not unless they release it on Switch. I will probably go to my grave having never played Halo. It was it was the beginning of the end for you in consoles. It was, it was when you started as... saying, "Oh yeah, they're going to release that on Nintendo Wii. Oh yeah, they're going to release that on the GameCube." Yeah. Man, on uh, 64 or what? He just never figured out two two like <laughs> movement sticks. I'm better so. now. Oh, yeah. Well, it's so, yeah, another five. Five Akashas to Halo. Absolutely. So, um, it, in all honesty, with war games, I struggled with this because I haven't played a hell of a lot of them. Like, okay. and I was looking around, going, "I know Call of Duty is good, but it just never grabbed me." Just get to your in the right number way. five Fast and Furious um, video game, and, and um. Uh, interesting, I was going to raise the fact that there was recently a Fast and the Furious video game that was brought out that is the most horrendous pile of trash you've yeah. ever seen in your life. Yeah, that's the reason why no one's heard of it. 100%. Um, so, as tempted as I was to just make a list of Command & Conquer games, actually, <laughs> my first one, and it's a bit of a stretch to a, to a war game, but it is the Fallout series. Because it's post-apocalyptic, okay. and there's a bit of a war with the mutants going on. Okay, that's cool. And for me... Fallout was this amazing thing of this great PC game that was this point-and-click, kind of art, almost RTS style of thing, but RPG, RTS was bringing all of this together. And then in the next generation, Bethesda just went, when we bring out 3, they leapt from this old-style game into the 3D. There was a big gap between them, and Fallout 3 was fucking amazing. And Fallout 4, even better. Let's not talk about the online multiplayer one that they made that's been a complete clusterfuck. That's 76. Yep, that's it. But Fallout 3 and 4 are two of the best games ever made. You already know that I agree with you on on the fact that the game... Sorry, this is by no means a slight on you. Mm. I couldn't get out out of the vault. I couldn't get past the birthday party at the start. We're seeing a theme here. The pirated version I downloaded had a glitch in it. I couldn't get past the first day. I've just got this inkling of a feeling that feels tweaked the term war for the next it's like now i know you could argue that mario was at war with bowser yeah so okay. my number four it has okay. wario in it <laughs> okay so, number one all right number one is it has wario in it number two is the tagline of fallout is war war never changes so i don't was think war, i'm that far off <laughs> You know, good pick. Come on, on. come on. Can I plan out? I just want to. Can I mention first that this week uh, showed ten years since the game Portal Two came out, and that was the most recent game that I played that wasn't on a Nintendo console. Wow! So this is giving a little backstory to the direction and time frame you're expecting out of my. That's good. Let's all have a little sip of our Kasha. Remember, we're drinking a. It just it's next to your bubble and squeak and your coffee. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. start off number five with and the, to the left of the nugs, the original Wolfenstein 3D. Oh in yeah, Call of Doom. Yeah, it was Wolfenstein. Yep. yep, had the same sort of uh, mechanics. Yep, first person shooter, going around shooting Nazis. Nothing wrong with that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it introduced first person shooters to the world. ID Software took it, and made amazing things within the Doom franchise, Quake, etc. 
Uh, but Wolfenstein is where it all began. Great call. Right, great call. And I'd contemplated Doom and went, oh, it's sort of demons, it's not really a war, but Wolfenstein's definitely a war. Wolfenstein was definitely a war. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. think about it. Great game. But Doom was no more off. a war than Fallout. Hats off to you, sir. Uh, my number four for Akasha. Uh, <laughs> my number four, I think you probably got it in there, so I'm going to hand it to you. Come out and conquer Red Alert. I assume you've got that in one. there. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I'm not going to... I'm not going to. No, no, I'm go not, for it, but no, it's no, definitely my I'll number skip one. that one. Uh, Alright, well that was my number four. Move yeah, on to your number four. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. Um, so the next one for me uh, was Starcraft. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So, real love for that, warring between the alien races. I never got into Warcraft, but mm-hmm. Starcraft with the three alien races and their very different styles. Yeah, the Protoss, the Terran, the Zerg. That's it. It's my That's number it. one. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very excited. We're getting a lot of crossover. Did you play Starcraft? Alright, so you can't keep you, talking yeah, about it. Yeah, you go into the depth of that. It's my number one. Go into your number four. My number four. Um, <laughs> it's gonna cost me, okay, that's my number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta shut up and yeah. then you carry the Y. <laughs> Medal of Honor Frontline. Okay. On the PS2, oh, opened oh, with yes. the Omaha Beach Invasion, yeah. Operation Barbarossa. Yeah. Straight out of uh, Saving Private Ryan, yeah. you're mm-hmm. in that little boat. Mm-hmm. You pull up. There's <laughs> little bullets flying around mm. you. There's bombs going off. People sticking into the water. You jump out and you start fighting. Mm. I remember being blown away by the at the time I assumed. Photorealistic <laughs> graphics and the intensity. I've since gone back and looked up some screenshots and it's like, it's like oh. yeah, somewhere okay, between Goldeneye and Banjo Kazooie. We yeah. only know the reality we're presented with. But Medal yes. of Honor Frontline, I think it was in the late 90s, uh, fantastic war game. I had completely forgotten about that game and it is an absolute classic. Yeah, It but does. Okay. I didn't mention it in my list, but there is that. There's, they did one of the Call of Duty new ones was World War Two. Yes. And it starts off the same way, obviously with way more realistic games oh, yeah. where you just like... Kobe, go out of the room, please, right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I never mentioned it because the rest of the game was... It was okay. I don't think I actually even finished it. Kind of got a little bored from it. Yeah. That's what happens to me in every Call of Duty. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, cool. Opening set piece, fantastic. And then you just get bored. Uh, my number three, um, Mass Effects 2 and 3. Yeah, uh, you love Mass Effects. Oh, Effect. my God. Oh, my God. Just... You are the you're a commander of the USS Normandy mm. spaceship. Mm. Uh, there's a massive uh, galactic war going mm. on. Mm. Uh, perfect blend of story, graphics, RPG, action. I won't go into it because you guys haven't played it. He's sporting beautiful. a half job. Look at Oh, I have, you know when you just have memories of just being fully immersed in a game and that was yeah. your life for. You know, there's no children. Yeah, no. You could jobs. just spend all day. No responsibilities. Now, now, now he's starting to look like a war vet. Oh, you just would just yeah. What am I going to do today? Eight, nine hours of Mass Effect Two, I guess. Yeah. Complete every single achievement. <laughs> Continue. I You're mean, number three, Phil. I mean, aside from the Mass Effect, but you're just describing my life. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, bro. It's a pit street. Sorry, bro. Virgin active. Um. So the next one for me is um the Dynasty Warriors series. Okay. Um, so paint me a word picture, mate. Koei, yeah. Koei Tecmo. Um, yep. you, have you played Hyrule Warriors yet? No. Okay, it's a Zelda game on I'm Nintendo. Aware of what that. is wrong with you? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Anyway, basically, Dynasty Warriors is a long-running series. There's like nine <laughs> of the mainstream series and another nine of the like offshoot series. And what it is is ancient Chinese warfare where you're the souped-up dude that can take out hundreds in these massive battles. Ancient Chinese warfare. 100%. 100%. Arrested Development thing. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Very well. I didn't know that. But basically what they are is glorious hack-and-slash dopamine. Motifa dong! Amazingness. (laughs) 
Ah, uh, never heard of it. Yeah, I mean, no. I'm just trying to focus never on how it. great this game is. Yeah, whatever. Well, we'll have to look at it. Yes. No, he. If he puts me onto an Arrested Development joke, I kind of have to roll with it. Well, and the 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 <clears throat> thing with this me quick one slow. Oh dear, dear lord, dear lord, we're going down that rabbit hole. Is that that model of game is now being rolled out to all the different um, all different. Uh, brand things. Right. So that's Hyrule Warriors is basically Dynasty Warriors but with Zelda characters. Yeah, as soon as I finish Ghostbusters on the Switch, I'll <laughs> give it a go. <laughs> I, I think you should just put down Ghostbusters. What is it with you and horrible ghost games? Okay, I've also got Pac-Man 99 which in many ways is another horrible, horrible. ghost game. It is. So number three is Pac-Man, Pac-Man 99. <laughs> his gaming is just getting narrower and narrower over time. First it was all Poor things, then it was just Nintendo. Now it's just Nintendo and ghost related things. No, my, 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 my number three my number three is going to be the introduction to real time real time strategy for me and I know for a lot of people it was like the Command and Conquer series but for me it was Warcraft 2 oh, it was yeah. a battle between human and orc uh, with a little help uh, from the elves Lord. along the way you get by with a little help from your friends and, oh, and it was amazing and it was amazing as a single player <laughs> campaign it was amazing playing with your friends and what friends? what friends? R- Ryan I used to play with him in <laughs> high friend. school Half your friends are in this room and we've never played Warcraft before. Well, I mean, you just just say it with me now. This is World of Warcraft. Nerd. This is just a very top-down, very basic graphics. Make love, not Warcraft. Move on. Yeah, I will. I also love the fact that we're giving him shit about Warcraft after saying how much we love Starcraft. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't love Starcraft. It was the cool one. Well, he likes Starcraft. that's my number one. He just pulled out those... Yeah, I don't We've gone down a deep chasm with this. We have. I'm just feeling. I, I how, honestly how the beers, feel, guys? I honestly feel like this is turning into a gaming war. Mm-hmm. How are the beers? Honestly, I'm not that impressed. No, they're not that great. Yeah, Number boring. two uh, for me is uh, <coughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, okay. Uh, it is uh, definitely the best Call of Duty game ever made. I know you said you didn't. If you're going to play one game, yeah. that's the game you play. Yes. Um, it's got the best plot of any. Really, it has got the best plot and the, it, of any sort of war game I've ever played. Um, you know, it the all the levels are so varied. You're into the action straight from the start. America's been attacked. There are nuclear bombs. There's all these things. You travel everywhere. It goes in the past. It goes in the future. It blends stories in. So you know. The guy's telling a main story and suddenly you're swooped up in the past and you're playing out that story. Yeah. Um, and there's a reason why they said, I think they redid it because they just, I think they relaunched it on the new consoles because they're like, let's make it even look better. Yeah. Um, but it is, it, it is worth a play. If not, the gameplay was fantastic and the story, the plot was incredible too. Yep. Something that I think I played because I get so muddled up with all the Call of Duty games. Oh, yes. Yeah. I like started playing it. I think again, I think, oh, I've never played this one before. Yeah. You know, because there's Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Call of Duty 4, Modern yep. Warfare 4 3. And all that stuff. <laughs> yes. I get confused and I play this one again. I'm like, no, I have played this. That's right, it's so yep. good. I'll keep playing it. Yes, yes. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3.4. This yep. time it's personal. This time yeah. it's, yeah. It, and, you know, they always have the little proverbs that come up when you die about war and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But it was yes. What is it good for? <laughs> exactly. There we go again. Uh, well, I, the one quote that always oh. stuck with me in it was um, nationalism is the biggest hindrance to world peace. So, yeah. Well, I never Which thought I like. a Call of Duty would get so deep. Yeah, it did. Um, briefly. Number two. Number two. For me, uh, Perfect Dark. Right. Something that you don't... It's really stretching that <laughs> definition. It really isn't. 
It is. It really isn't. <gasps> Do you remember the storyline of Perfect Dark? Yeah. Of the fact that you are an One espionage agent who has found the themselves... ultimate darkness. Who has found themselves... <laughs> he hasn't yet found. John Perfect <laughs> is... Perfect Dark. <laughs> Rated PG-13. <laughs> Rob Schneider is... The Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark is an espionage tale told in the midst of an alien war playing out on Earth and then up in the planet of the Skidar between the Skidar and the Mayans. So you've got the little sort of long-headed aliens and then you've got the lizard-like aliens. And you're in the middle of that war. I don't know what does. (laughs) Exactly. It's a war. It's literally a a war game. It's literally a war. Yes. It is. And I think that's a great intro. My number two is Duke Nukem 3D. It's the aliens. One man in a war against time. (laughs) So can we please just stick to proper war games for the last top two? Four guys. The greatest war. A war against, you know, slapstick comedy. Possibly the most important war. Star Wars. And I'm talking about Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo 64. That was one of those defining games of my childhood. It was the very first time you could use your tow cables to bring down the ATVs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all Get to play as all your favourite characters. Oh, I'm sorry. Phil's just drinking a whole big big bowl of shut the fuck up soup right now. You go, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> because you've literally just talked about an alien war. But it's a Star War. Yeah. That's Tristan, probably your number two. That wow. would be how I would describe to, the to Alien yeah, War and Perfect, Perfect Dark. Can it's I somewhat say, of a Star War. Well, then can I mix the two and say Perfect Dark Forces? Dark Forces? Yeah, Dark Forces. I actually yeah. was going to do Dark Forces, but yeah. why don't I change it to Shadow of the Empire? But I don't know if that's my number and one. And I mean, in fairness, it's best we all just move along. My number one is uh, definitely a war game, mm-hmm. and it was one of my. It's still one of those games where you just. I play it and I get nostalgia hit when I play yeah. it. I don't know if you guys have ever played it before. Uh, it is called Cannon Fodder. Yep. And Cannon Fodder 2. Yeah. One of the funnest... Is this on um, the Neo Geo? I just played it, I don't know, I think I had my Commodore 64 on my desktop. It was, it's just a little top-down view of, you have, you start off with two soldiers, and you grow your platoon, the three soldiers, four oh, soldiers, and, and you just go around and you shoot yep. with your mouse, it's just use your mouse, and you have little missions, you got to go and get on to... You know, it's hard to explain. Oh, Look it up. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just we're one all of the, looking it up right now. It's mate. one of the yes. great games. It's I'm simple, pretty sure. It's easy. I'm pretty sure I've played this, and yes. And it, you fun. know, when you when you lose your soldiers, the ones who've been in like five missions with you, even though they're just yep. these little sprite characters, yeah, they get them. their little grave sticks up on the uh-huh. hill with the little poppy. Yep. And they 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 always do this little you know memorial for the fallen, yep. and they list yep. it because they give you these computer generated names like. Corporal, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to say Corporal Lance or Corporal Chappie yeah. um, or Corporal Thomas. Yeah. And they just sit there and you, you kind of weep a tear. Yeah. Uh, on the SNES, you know. Yeah, Cannon Fodder was amazing. It's, uh, you know, every time I talk about it, I just I want to hop on a computer and play it again. So that is my number one. It's charming. Yeah. It's a charming memory. Yeah. Lovely. Phil, number one, we know already, which I completely agree with. And it's a honestly, great game. it's not just Red Alert, mm. it's the bundle. Of Command and Conquer original, 
Red Alert, and then I'm not sure if Tiberian it was... Tiberian Sun, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure if that was an expansion or a separate game, but Tiberian Sun was the one that really clinched it for me. It was, yeah. like, so good. I mean, these games nailed the st- the, the real-time strategy, you know... They just well, it fun to be... Plot. You were either a Westwood guy, yeah. you were doing the Red Alert, the CNC, or you were a Blizzard guy, like me, doing Warcraft, and you were doing Starcraft later. Yeah. And there yes. was, like, there was no overlap in those camps. Yeah. And see, I, I still played StarCraft, but for me, Command & Conquer was the one that got way more time for okay. me. And multiple times over, when they first came out on PC, I was playing them. Then when they re-released them on PS3, I was playing them. They've done the remaster, and I'm planning on getting into that as well. Wow. Um, because they do hold up. You yeah. know, it, was, it was probably five years ago I was playing them, and I'm like, these are still great. Yeah. These still hold up, and the later missions are fucking brutal. We have uh, Chappie Asks. Still loves to he'll 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 down a cup of vodkas and yeah. just plonk on red alert. Hundred percent. That's one of his uh his fallbacks. One of his, his little fallbacks. Yeah. Go tos. Yeah. yeah. It's pure catharsis, and you you just lose yourself into the battle for two or three hours you, at a time. Yeah, I guess I should just probably install it on my old PC again. I reckon. Yeah. Fire it up. Might do it right now. You can you let's, can let's end this podcast. You can now. grab yeah, yeah. you can grab the conversation. You can get the remaster on Steam for twenty bucks at the moment. All right, done. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. they've actually remastered the I think we can do cheaper than that. Yep. I think we can rip it off. I think, I think we could probably download it illegally. Some, oh, sorry, <laughs> legally. 20 bucks? How much was that four pack of beer, Adam? 24 bucks. <laughs> so true. <laughs> uh, yeah, number one was his StarCraft. All right, now, moving on to... Yeah, but I had a, I had a special <laughs> shout-out. All right, what's your shout-out? Okay, for the best of them all, and yes, number one was StarCraft, and it was a fantastic game, wonderful cinematics, story, races... But can I just ask you a quick question before you move on? I was out, out with some friends uh, on. Goes to. Hang on, before uh, before the mentoring men event, my friend uh, who is a gamer, he said he is enjoying StarCraft Two yeah. at the moment, still playing it, okay. playing against people. Is it that's similar? Like, that's like seven or eight years old. Yeah. You know what? Never played one. Never played. All right. But StarCraft played the expansion, Brood Wars, both fantastic. <laughs> Expand expanded the, the game. Hundred percent. And who was your favourite one to play as? Uh, uh, Zerg. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always. It's lost. Um, any, any females who are listening to this would just lost. That is a very special <laughs> shout out to the greatest war game of all, in my opinion, and that goes to Worms Armageddon. Mm-hmm. I was going to put Worms in. Worms Armageddon. I had a feeling you'd mention it. The Worms yeah. games. Yeah. Is that what we used to play? Yeah. Worms Armageddon? Yeah, yeah. 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 You get to play it online, you yeah. ninja rope around, you've got the like the, oh, the ninja yeah, rope. The banana yeah. bombs mm, and the mm. all that shit. Yeah. Yep. No, the ninja rope was the most annoying thing in the game. Because you could get anywhere yeah, in the game. Yeah, because you knew how to do that left really right good. thing. Where you could like really let go annoying. Of it and then fire it yeah. again. The ninja rope was only the most annoying thing in the game to the people who didn't had not mastered the Me! Ninja rope. I hadn't mastered it. I would yeah. do that thing and I'd stuff it up yeah. and then that would be the end of my yeah. turn. No, once <laughs> I had mastered the ninja rope, it made that game amazing. Your time and, would run out mid-swing and just yeah. pop in the water. And I have two things to say about that statement. First and foremost, absolutely, that's an incredibly good war game. And number two is any salt that you gave to my war games not being war games, you both can go fuck <laughs> yourself. Salty. Because it's worms. Yeah. You know what? You've Fuck got, you both. You've got more... They're little army hats. <laughs> no. There's also, human there's also worms. one called Worms Like War or something like that. Well, Armageddon is like the Armageddon war to end Armageddon. Wars. Yeah. yeah. Alright, you know what? Let's, you I don't want to hear it. Let's move on to our top five things about war um, in our war special. Yeah, very special war special. I think this is what the Anzacs would have wanted. Hold just on, talking about war. Hold on. There's another segment? Oh, there's another segment. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. Wait, wait. We didn't drink our beer. Uh, we, we didn't have. finish our beer. And we, uh, we hold for a moment because I did have one special shout out as well, which was to Age of Empires. 
Okay. It's a great RTS yeah, game. I was didn't play as much. Bouncing around, but I had too many RTS. It's very, very already. good. It's very, just very a good. game that's on your phone, right? Um, I don't know. No, it's, it's three. fine. It's three. 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 So three, my three. assessment of this beer, mm. to be very nice specific. Though. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. One of the things lovely. that I've been finding, I'm quite enjoying at the moment, yeah. is when. Um, I want to pick up a bottle of water, yeah. but I'm quite liking sparkling water at the moment. Okay. I'm liking a sparkling water, and I like the Mount Franklin with some lime. Okay. Just a little bit of lime, because it's this nice, sort of refreshing, sparkling lime water. And it feels to me that if there was a Mount Franklin water that was sparkling, that was beer-flavoured, yeah. just a hint of beer, yeah. it would be this yeah, beer. Yeah, I agree. Good call. It is... I also think the slight purpley tinge of the can is, is giving you that as well. It, it, it's emotionally affecting Everything about it. Yeah. But you, you sip this, there is very little flavour going very on. Very little going on. It is on. a beer-flavoured beverage. It is the... Lo- it's a the mi- LaCroix again. It's just right? mildly beer It's mildly beerish. I, you've already summed it. Don't have to continue on. Akasha, Canada Bay XPA. It's a beer-flavoured beverage. It's a beer-flavoured beverage. Yeah. And I'm torn between giving a 4.9 because oh, it's very so close to water. <laughs> no, no. Or a two, well, it's not. It's because a that's how I really no, feel. No, it's a two. It's, it's a, a two. two. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a two and a half. It's fine. In fact, no, you know, I'll give it a two because I'm disappointed because the other one that um, we had the other night, the uh, Freshwater IPA, was so much better. I've had some great Akashas yeah. down the years. This is oh, not yeah. one of them. No, it's not, is it? I won't go past it. I'll, I'll give it a this three. This is why it was on special. All right, nice a one, two, guys. A two, a two, and a three. Yeah, not not great. We're not on a good roll at the moment. Um, you're up next week, so you better, you better up oh, the game. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> Just you wait, yeah. I've got a cracker coming. The eggnog stout is back! You don't know Did how close Boddington's? to reality that is. Did you find still You'll see. Find it. You'll see next week, gentlemen. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, Alright, let's, uh, let's count down our top things about war. What is it? So first and foremost, I missed the memo on this. I thought we were just doing war games. Oh, that's okay. We're also doing top things about war. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to sit back and commentate on this. Go for it. That's good. Let's do this quickly anyway, because that way we can do it and get onto Mario Party. So what was was the direction you went in? All right, I went into my top things that contain the word war. Great, because I had that as well as my top five war movies, so I'll just do the war movies. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting here listening to me talk about Warwick Davis or Patrick Warburton or, or his, Ron Howard or his, Edward Norton or Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right, so now he's or his mine. genital warts. <laughs> <laughs> genital warts. Turns out, war is one of those things which features in a lot of Turns words. Turns out, it's good for a lot of things. It is yeah. as a sequence of letters. So, okay, uh, I'll do my top five war movies. Go. Okay. And I'll tap down. I'll, and you, yeah. you can count yours down. Sure. Starting yeah. at number five, uh, probably higher on a lot of other lists, but Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Yep. Of course. Unbelievable movie. Of course. Opening 20, Starting 30 minutes. five with that too. Number five, Ooh. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward this. to the other four. They must be excellent. I right? remember watching that opening scene in the cinema and just like shivering. <laughs> Genuine draw-dropping first 20 minutes of Surround the sound, like just the metal. It in taste the, metal, the blood. Taste the blood. Mm. The guy walking around with his, Holding his arm. Yeah. The rest of the movie's okay. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and number four. <laughs> Tom no, Hanks. Well, you've got, what's yours? All right, number, f- number, actually I've got a 
I guess I got six. I didn't realize that. Okay, I'm gonna start. Sure, with six. I got six. Okay. <laughs> Oh dear lord, this podcast is going to go for a while. I've got one official shout out that I'll do after my number one. Alright, well, I'm going to create. Alright, then I'll do a shout out. Alright, so I'll make number five. Yeah. Warp Zones. Warp Zones. Warp Zones. Basically, because I've been playing Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3. Oh, yeah. How good are Warp Zones? Yeah. And, like, they make the game. When it comes to not playing chunks of the game that you just paid for, it's the best way to do it. Exactly. And I don't know where, I don't know whether to go into the warp zone and, yeah. and just finish the game or yeah. do I just want to enjoy playing the game? Yes. So if I there was playing... a warp zone on level one one that just took you straight to the finishing sequence, would you go down that? <laughs> I guess I would. No. Now I'm trying not to. I'm, trying, I'm doing everything when I'm playing the game in my physical ability yeah. to not do That's it. That's when I find you appreciate the game more when you go. You know what? I'm going to play the whole game. Yeah. But you feel like you're not doing the cool things. I, I know that I used to finish Super Mario Brothers 2 in record time. Yeah. And I've been playing through it and I just don't know how to find that again. Yeah. It's uh, I feel like I'm one of the lost boys from Peter Pan. I don't know how to get back to... I've lost my marbles like in Hook and I don't know how to get back Look, to Neverland. Look, I totally, I totally get it, Tristan. <laughs> like when I go to a nice restaurant and I order like a premium steak, I think to myself, I'm going to eat 20% of this steak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I'm going to warp zone the rest of it. But you, of the 20% you're going to enjoy, it's going to be the best 20% of your life. That's true. Well, you yeah. don't know, because you don't even taste it. Oh, look, and I'm in and out of the restaurant really quickly, which I, I think is the purpose of restaurants, right? Valid. <laughs> warp zone. Okay, <laughs> number five warp zones. Number four um, war movies, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yes. Rewritten history, perfection that is Quentin Tarantino. Boom. Amazing. Yeah. It's violent, it's gritty, yeah. it's got great music, it's got a great great cast, it's just everything going for and it. And the Jew killed Hitler. And scene after scene of like long tension, but yeah. in that beautiful Tarantino way. Oh, that so opening good. scene uh, yep. with the with the uh, milkman yep. and and Landa, and yep. it's just one of the most tense conversations you'll ever sit through in. in and also the one where they're in the underground, the cellar, in the bar. And, yeah, yeah, so good. And then in between, cutting to like Brad Pitt with that like mustache in the face, and they're oh, so so good. So good. Mm. Uh, number four, talking about so good. Shane Warne. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Speaking of Derry Breaks. He's the greatest Victorian... <laughs> true. Greatest Victorian to ever be a Victorian. Um, <laughs> he's one of the greatest uh, cricketers of all time. Yep. Um, he's given us so much more than just his cricket band. I mean, the lips, the women that he's dated... Elizabeth Hurley. Sorry, the, Hurley. The, 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 his the wife, and that's in inverted commas, oh, yeah. that he, you know... Is completely loyal to. He made Oakley's cool again. He made Oakley's cool. He made just being like a fat bitch kind of cool. Fat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hair plugs made them. Cool Warney. Again. He doesn't get much Aussie than Warney. Look, and the thing about Warney is he's him. He's him. None yeah. of this like lining he up makes in front no of excuses. None of this lining it, lining up in front of the media with all the media training, saying nothing in response. Like Warney's just Warney. Yep. You've got to respect that. And he's got the name war in it, so the, the word war in it, so how good is that? Yeah. We're aware of the segment, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, and I absolutely wanted a very Anzac, very Australian entry here, so I'm talking about the 1981 Peter Weir masterpiece that was Gallipoli. Gallipoli, yeah. yeah. Yep. Great the call. The very young Mel Gibson, it, it showed the camaraderie, the absolute futile sacrifice that a lot of war is. Uh, it was beautiful. It was brave. It was heart spoken. It was amazing. What a yes. movie! It'll change. Like, I think everyone has to is forced to watch it in high school at some point. But it really does just bring it all home. And the fact that they showed it to us in high school being such an intense thing. Yeah. But I do remember sitting there and going, "Jesus." Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. It really it did all of the things that you just described. Yeah. Great movie. Good call. Uh, my number three in a similar vein, Warwick Davis. <laughs> um, he played uh, um, Widget. Uh, Willow. Willow. Willow Offgood no, in Willow. the movie Willow. Wicket, sorry. He played Wicket, Wicket in the Caravan Ewok. of Courage in Ewok Adventure. And in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, he was still... He was still that like, was Warwick Davis too, yeah. Yeah, he was still Wicket, you know. 100%. You could, I don't know if he had a name back then. He was then. in uh, The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Sitting next to Jabba. He's been in a lot of things. You start Google You Google search his... Um, he's in the Leprechaun. Yeah. Filmography. He's yep. in all the Harry Potter films. Yes. Haven't seen him. Yep. He's in a whole bunch of things. The Leprechaun. I also stood... I sat next to him. Um, you did not. I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. He I was in Life's Too Short. Yeah. Huh? He was Hilarious. in Ricky Gervais's Life's Too Short. He's one of the greats. So, yeah. uh, Warwick, shout out to you, my friend. Yeah. Well done. Good yeah. pick. Good yeah. pick. Um, number two for me, Full Metal Jacket. Stanley Kubrick. Amazing. Uh, it's almost like two movies. The whole boot camp sequence is like the first movie and then the second half when they get to Vietnam it's a, is a second movie in its own right. But just incredibly shot. Uh, s- cinematic, atmospheric, uh, makes you makes you really question what war's all about. Just brilliant. Yeah. One of the first movies that didn't feel like war propaganda. It was like a real harsh slap in the face. This is war. Yeah. Mm. Is that the one where they forces the dude to clean the toilets or something at the beginning? Yeah, there's yeah. That, that. Yeah. And yeah, they get Vincent D'Onofrio. They really bully like the shit out of him. They're and they clean the That's toilets right. and then yeah. they, they beat him with uh, bars of soap wrapped up in towels and he, he goes bananas and shoots himself in the drill sergeant. Yeah. Good call. Not in that order. He shoots a drill sergeant first. <laughs> um, number two. Oh, this was hard. I don't know whether they're going to number one. He looks one. so proud of himself for this one. Look at the face. This is going to be good. Yeah. <clears throat> the ultimate warrior. So a wrestling reference. I love it. The it ultimate be, warrior. More war than I'm, wrestling. I'm tapping out. The ultimate warrior. Yeah, that's what Hulk Hogan had to do when he was up against the ultimate, ultimate warrior. warrior. <laughs> I'm double tapping out. <laughs> So, he was by far my favourite wrestler oh, yeah. growing up. Um, he had the best intro music ever. He had those um, tassels. Had the arm, tassels. Right? Yeah. Oh, by the way, rest in peace. I do believe he died. They're all dead. Not the Hulkster. <laughs> no, Hulkster's though. not. Not the Hulkster. Undertaker's not. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> Undertaker's bearing the John Cena's not. The Rock's yeah, no, not. That's very different. Yeah, I know. Of- uh, so, obviously, I'm going to be putting in the Ultimate Warrior theme music. Yeah. Um, or maybe just a sound of Violet Crumble um, just being, being eaten, eaten yeah. over the microphone. This is this is what you get <laughs> for bringing up wrestling. Um, Bro, if you'd brought a list, you could have brought up anything you wanted. You know what the funny thing is about Mr. Haynes, yeah, and this please. is this is also one of these things I've been talking about to the people we've been interviewing about for his role, mm. um, <laughs> is that um, <laughs> Phil is the largest fan I've ever met of Fast and Furious. Yeah. And yet, he deplores wrestling. Yeah. Fast and Furious is basically wrestling in cars. That's true. That's all it is. Yeah. No, it's not real, Phil. Yeah, but it's in cars. <laughs> I guarantee you, there were some matches in cars. There was. Would that, would that turn you on a little bit? I would, I would consider it. <laughs> I don't know if there was. I've got to look that up. Yeah. But Ultimate Warrior I'm was I'm just thinking of that Rick best. and Morty one now with the guys wrestling the car. Exactly. <laughs> Fighting the car. It's so stupid. The, car the cars would win again. every time. <laughs> So my number one war, war movie, uh, I've seen this more more times than I can even count these days, it is Paul Verhoeven's incredible Starship Troopers. Uh, oh, wow, oh, yeah. What could Great be pick. a better war movie? 
Uh, yeah. It deals with propaganda. It deals yeah. with the fact Would that like we're not really the good guys after all. It deals with the brutality and senselessness of war in a funny, action-packed, really cynical way, and it's fantastic. Why aren't we yeah. the good guys? We are the good guys. We are the ones bombing Clendathu. We started the war. The bugs are not attacking us. The bugs is an, is an act of retaliation against our invasion. Oh, really? 100%. I, I missed that. I was just yeah. looking at what's-her-face's boobies. Honestly. De- De- Denise Richards. Yes. You listen to them <laughs> classic leftist propaganda. <laughs> It was a that was a great film. That great was a film. lot of fun. Great Amazingly film. good. Yeah. Yeah. A and lot of Denise fun. Richards. Denise Richards, yeah. uh oh, Doogie yeah. Hauser. Yeah. in in pure prime. Oh. Doogie Hauser. Yeah. That um, guy. Those other guys. Casper Van Dien played Johnny Rico. Um, yeah. uh, Michael Ironside played the teacher and the sergeant. Yeah. There's a lot of lot of great lot of great people in that movie. There was yeah. a sequel to it as well, which there was, was two sequels. Four. Were there? The third number three was okay. Number two was terrible. Yeah. Um, oh man, I missed the point that we. Uh, I thought we were the no. No, we were the we were really we were the real monsters. When does when when is that bit revealed? Yeah, it it comes out. It's it's the, it's it's a little subtle, but you do pick yeah. up on it yeah. that it was always us attacking them, and then we were like really like we were capturing them. We're putting doing like barbaric tests against them. Yeah. That was the very end of the film. Yeah, but this is like, uh, all but, the way through. They would show like us yeah. performing tests on the bug, saying if you shoot an insect's leg off, he still fights at eighty percent capacity, and it'd, like blow a leg off the bug and watch it still fight. Yeah, yeah. But right throughout it is this messaging seeded, but it's still legendary for the fact that half the audience never got that. Yeah. Um, but the big one for me is shout out to Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. Guys made a lot Robocop. of excellent movies. Unbelievably if, good. If, if our hero of the week wasn't currently an Anzac, so it needs to say <laughs> that way, I'd be shouting it. But we're going to leave it at an Anzac yeah, because you know it is, it is Anzac week. Yeah. But I, he's made some incredible yeah. cinema. What else he made? Lots. Oh, oh. Total, made, re- Total all Recall. Of them? He, no, he did. He made Total Recall. He made yeah. um, oh. the Robocop. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Always okay. the ones that have got like over the top to the point of satire level violence or. Um, things like that going on in it, yeah, and showgirls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number one was Star Wars, and I won't even talk about it because it obviously speaks for itself. Well, it's a great lead into next week's pod. Exactly. Yeah. To next week's pod is our Star Wars special, um, May the fourth. Is that next week? Yeah, May the fourth be with you. Wow. Um, so that's a great lead and we're going to move on to Chappie Asks um, so I won't talk about it but uh, a couple of other you know one, I, I love Platoon yeah um, you mentioned Platoon before as one of your manliest yep. movies I'm surprised it didn't uh, well actually you weren't making the list either. no well it doesn't have the name War in it does I it I have a special shout out and we mentioned this before but the uh, Vietnam flashback sequence in Meet the Feebles <laughs> true definitely <laughs> how is that not in there yeah I, mean, I had to look at the whole movie yeah but that sequence no that's true could well yeah, have yeah, been yeah. on my list uh, Phil anything else given uh your mis, uh, misrepresentation of the WhatsApp chat I like chat the deer hunter. Yes, of course you did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think we've talked about war well enough at this point. It's time to move on to Chappy Ask, right? All right, we're talking about war. You've got to drop in, like, just the war. <laughs> Good what? God. Yeah, at the end of that bit. That's, that's perfect. Oh, you just provided it. No, no, no. We can't. We'll, we'll cut that bit. Right? <laughs> So 
So now we all know, uh, we all know Chappie is a uh, a big fan. Of, he was our Star Wars before there was a Wikipedia. Chappie was our Wikipedia. He was yeah. our Star Wars yeah. correspondent. He was. Mm. He Every was friend group had one. Yes. Uh, so you know he's excited. Next week is kind of his his the biggest week of the year for him. It's his Christmas. And uh, so he's given us a lot of uh, 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 chappy ass for the 4th of May. So I thought we could preview one of those tonight. Oh, yeah? Yep. Um, and kind of answer it straight away. Dear Freeman Podcast, for a bunch of people who believed Anakin might be the chosen one, yep. the Jedi were pretty poor at training him to recognize and avoid the seduction of the dark side. Wouldn't you want your point man to be able to spot a Sith in a crowd within seconds? Great point. Now... They clouded the, uh, the yeah. They cloud your mind. Yeah. So I guess the the point that that he's that's failed. their defense. Yeah. Otherwise, Palpatine couldn't have just been Chancellor, and it was surely they would have known he was bad. Yeah. So next week on Chappie asks, we'll uh, delve deeper into the uh, to the thrones of of his um, Wikipedia mind. Oh, was it? Is that uh, I we just know. answered I that? Think he answered it, didn't Did he? I just answer it? Okay. Sorry, Chappie, but no. Hold on a second. You've you've Strap lost out, me. Gentlemen. What was the answer? No. Uh, Phil, he was just no. saying that the Sith can uh, are able to um, cloud the minds of the light side. Yep, is yeah. that true? Which is, which is why Palpatine was able to just like breeze right through. No one noticed he was the Emperor. Uh, yeah, I know, but I don't feel like that's that's really what he was asking. Really, oh, what he's go. saying is you haven't prepped this person for dark side stuff at all. It wasn't Palpatine specific. It was like. Are you not going to learn? This is like the Harry Potter thing. Like you've got to learn defense against the dark arts. To learn defense against the dark arts, you've got to learn a bit of the dark arts. Ah, okay. So maybe they taught him too learned... much of the dark arts. Might, well, go maybe on. He need, maybe he needed to learn how to cloud his mind a little bit so nobody could see him coming. I think right. he did well, do that though. They, didn't they didn't he? see him coming. Otherwise, why did they let him up near the younglings? Because that was a mistake. <laughs> Well, they made a lot of mistakes. Master and Skywalker. I feel, I feel like There's that's too the point. many of them. I feel like that's what are we point. going to do? I feel like that's the point. <laughs> I feel like that's the point Chappie was making, which is basically like, yeah, let's train up this person who we're really fearful is going to go to the dark side, but not tell him anything about how the dark side operates except for don't do it. Hey, man, Yoda didn't want to train. And him. honestly, honestly, going. at yeah. that point, it's like don't think about an elephant. Uh, yeah. You think about fucking elephant now, aren't you? I am thinking about so fucking I'm elephant. So I'm not going to tell you anything about the dark side. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> I'm with Chappie on this one. Yeah, okay. great. That's the good Jedi because done you and Chappie, your relationship was severed. So really, this whole this thing was Adam and I just to setting you up to yeah. defend Chappie. So you guys could join forces like the freaking yeah. Anzacs again. And that's great. So I'm Chappie, confused. I, I'm, we're all confused, dude. Yeah. We've had our Kasha Canada Bay XPA. Wasn't very good. We've yeah, had our Violet Crumble Nuggets. Nug Nuggets. You've had some Coffee Bubble and Squeak XPA. The Black Forest Cadbury. We brought Black Forest Dairy Milk. I mean, now we're just Anzac listing Day. things that are on the table. So I think <laughs> it might be time to strap out, gentlemen. I think... There's Chappie, a wooden helicopter. The answer to your question is yes. <laughs> <laughs> that works, right? Yes. I think let's put it to a vote. Yes. 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 My man. What it what it what it what it what it my man! My man! My man! Step out! Step out, gentlemen! <laughs>